on this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. Some very important, powerful people, mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey for one, says everybody needs a will. Right. And Susie Orman, everybody needs a will. And so it's just common knowledge that mm-hmm. everybody needs a will, mm-hmm. and that is absolutely not the case. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That's right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast. And as always, my name is Todd Watley, and I am so glad to be here. And I'm super glad that you're here and that you listen to us and our numbers are steadily going up and we are always thankful for that. And as always, when I say we, I am here with my co-host, Sarah Scott. Hey, Todd Watley, and welcome everybody to our wonderful podcast, Answers on Aging. We try really hard to bring a fresh new episode every Wednesday, and we've done pretty well. Missed one. We've, yeah, but um, today we are going to talk about something that, shocker, is a soapbox of Todd's. Um, if you're new to Answers on Aging, welcome. If you're not new, then you probably know he has quite a few soapboxes, and for good reason. Yeah, yeah, there's legit. I have a few, but not as many as he does. Either way, um, the information is really important for you to know, and um, I, th- I think that you're going to learn a lot today. So Maybe bust some myths or something. Probably. So we just got, we're recording this actually on Labor Day mm-hmm. 2022. And so we just got out of August yeah. and August is National Will Month. Yay. Not if your name is Will, it's <laughs> right. National You Month. Right. I have a son named Will and he would probably like to yeah. play on that. But It is National Will's. Last Will and Testament Month, okay. which is ridiculous because (laughs) I hate wills. I know. And as an elder law attorney, that would surprise a lot of people to learn about you. Um, But there's a pretty legitimate reason that has kind of caused me as I meet with clients in the office uh, before they come see you when they say, oh, we're fine. We've got a will. It just kind of makes me cringe a little bit. So I think I'm starting to that that (laughs) soapbox is starting to rub off on me a little bit. Well, Um, and it's for legitimate reasons because, I mean, some very important, powerful people, mm -hmm. Dave Ramsey, for one, says everybody needs a will. Right. And Susie Orman, everybody needs a will. And so it's just common knowledge that Mm -hmm. everybody needs a will, Mm -hmm. and that is absolutely not the case. It's not. And before we dive into why, um, it is important for y'all to understand we're talking about this pretty in in pretty general broad terms so it should apply in some degree to your state we're in arkansas mm-hmm. which 
the laws are different from state to state, but in general, just know your specific state laws could be a little bit different, but in general, all of these um, points that Todd's going to make today have to do with just about any state you could be in. Well, and what we're referring to is probate, okay? Yeah. A will is your your roadmap through probate. Some states have very complicated, intense um probate laws like mm-hmm. Arkansas, everything's got to go through a judge. Everything's got to be approved. It's very court intensive. But in Texas, mm-hmm. probate's not a big deal. And in some other states, probate's really not a big deal. But no one has ever been able to convince me that doing a probate is easier than doing what we'll talk about, mm-hmm. avoiding probate. And you can so easily avoid probate And no one's been able to prove, even in very low, intense will state, probate states, Mm -hmm. that it's easier than avoiding probate. Right. And just so if you are new to the podcast Mm -hmm. and you haven't heard the episode we did on probate, um, oh, good job, Todd. It is episode (laughs) 63. What is probate? Um, In a nutshell, it's getting something unstuck out of a dead person's name. Mm The, the legal court process of yep. doing that. So probate equals court. Sure. Okay. Yep. After your loved one dies, to get something unstuck out of their name, you got to do it through a probate process. Right. And so one caveat here is I am dealing as an elder law attorney and, and I'm saying you do not need a will primarily if you do not have minor children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most of our clients do not have minor children. And the reason I say that is if you died, if both parents died with minor children, you have to go to court. A judge has to appoint a guardian for your children, but you can still avoid probate with your assets, which is where the expense comes in. Mm -hmm. Determining guardianship typically, unless it's contested, is going to be very simple. A sibling or the parents, you know, somebody some obvious choice steps in and, and says, Judge, we're here ready, willing, and able to have the kids. Mm-hmm. We've had them since the accident or whatever. The judge says, yeah, this is great, and it's over with. Right. But you can't avoid that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have minor children, your estate should not go through probate. Right. Period. And even though you have in your family made it known to your loved ones. Okay. When I die, I've written out, you know, everything that everybody gets. It's in my will. This is where you can find it. Um, people don't understand that that stuff that's written down isn't really legal until a judge is reading it yep. and doesn't really matter. And right. we wanted to avoid getting in front of a judge. Ideally, right? You never know what's going to happen. It's always expensive. It is, court should be avoided. And we're going to talk about probate. The other pet peeve soapbox of mine is guardianships. And there's there are shows on that, I promise. But today, I just want to say that if you're over... If, if you're old enough not to have minor children, you don't want to go through probate. And even in easy probate states, this is not so much the case... But there's three things with probate that, you know, people should avoid. Number one, probate is time consuming. Mm-hmm. It takes time to submit things to a court, get on the court schedule, and then 
a whole lot of states, there's a six-month period in there that even after the probate's been opened, the judge says, is there a will? Yes, we'll admit it. And now we'll, we'll follow the directions of the will. There's a six-month period in there where nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Everything's placed on hold so that your creditors can submit their bills. Mm-hmm. And you send out letters to known creditors to say, send us the bill. This person's died. If we owe you money, let us know. Part of the probate process is to get those bills paid. Mm-hmm. And so there's a six-month period in a lot of states to say, Nothing's going to happen. Everything's on hold until we can get these bills. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people in Arkansas, if you can get from the date of death, if if you're out of probate within a year, everything went perfectly Mm -hmm. and and it's great. Yeah. That's that's, a year. That's the exception usually, Mm -hmm. not the rule. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if there's any hiccups, if there's any court cut, you know, anything gets contested, it's going to go... I mean, there was a guy, he, he was known for probating wills and contested. And he's done quite a few cases that have gone 10 to 15 years. Good Lord. Yeah. Just oh my kids fighting court. It's just a mess. Jeez. So, yeah. So it is time consuming. It's, ex- it, it's expensive. Anytime mm-hmm. you in, involve lawyers, mm-hmm. their time is valuable and they're going to charge and I think what surprises people is there's a statutory fee, mm-hmm. okay, based on the amount of assets going through probate. There is a statutory fee that between the attorney's fees and the ex- executor fee, you're going to spend between 5 and 10% of your estate going through probate. Just to go through probate. Do the math there. Yeah. Most estates are two or $300,000. Mm-hmm. Well, that's... That's you know twenty to forty thousand at two hundred. It's fifteen to thirty thousand at three hundred, and that's a very modest estate. Yeah. I mean, three hundred thousand dollars that includes the the price of your home, mm-hmm. not the equity. If it's a three hundred thousand dollar home and you owe two hundred ninety thousand dollars on it, the fees are based on three hundred thousand. Yeah, and yeah, you've got to pay the attorney and the. It, executor, sorry, mm-hmm. those fees based on that. And there's appraisal fees, there's mm. postage. I mean, it's just crazy. It's expensive. And then also in a lot of states, it is public knowledge. Mm-hmm. What you died, what is going through, what you died with, and what is going through your probate is public knowledge. Your mm-hmm. neighbor who always thought you were rich or yeah. you know, was always curious can go down there and see what you had. Well, and so can your estranged family members. Yeah. And especially, you know, when this really should hit home is for those listeners who have the estranged child or the crooked brother that wants a piece of the pie. And whether or not you're loaded doesn't matter. They're convinced you've got something that they should be entitled to. Yep. And this is how they get access to find out what's in it for them, potentially. Yeah, scammers go crazy mm-hmm. on this, you know, particularly when the husband dies, they say, oh, the wife just got, you know, a million bucks. They they swoop in and it's like, oh, he owed me money or I did work for your husband many years ago and he never paid me. I mean, that stuff is so prevalent mm-hmm. and it's because they see that there's this much money in the estate and 
that can so easily be avoided. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the will, let me just reiterate, Iterate, the will is the roadmap through probate. Just because it's a legal document done Mm -hmm. by an attorney, witnessed and notarized, and it says the house and the bank accounts go to the kids, that doesn't just automatically happen. No. It has to go through court. Which leads you to another reason why you hate wills. Which is? Because that's what the attorney sells the client. And then the family reads the will. They don't know what to do or how to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So they call the attorney that prepared the documents. And here is a new fee to charge their client when, in fact, there were probably some avoidable ways to put in place prior to mom's death. Oh, absolutely. That he wouldn't be collecting a fee for, but it's kind of the right thing to do. Well, a client told me one time, you know, I was like, why did you do a will with this lawyer? She said, well, that's just what was, you know, understood. Mm-hmm. And she said, I said, did they ever bring up the fees at death or nothing? And she said, you know, it's funny that you, you say that because I specifically ask, how much is this going to cost my family? The lawyer said, you'll be dead. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that makes my skin crawl. Yeah. It makes my head explode because mm-hmm. we as attorneys are supposed to do what's in the client's best interest. So let me tell you a real quick story. A friend of mine, older guy who does estate planning now, when he first got out of school, he knew this is what he wanted to do. He, he was looking for a job and he went to this older lawyer's office and things were going fairly well. And he said, yeah, he said, I do a lot of wills. And he said, come back here with me. And so they went back into this back room that was just lined with file cabinets. He said, five foot tall file cabinets lining this wall. And the guy patted on it and he said, these are all the last will and testaments that I've done for my clients. And he said, this is my retirement plan right here. And he said, what are you you mean by that? He said, well, when I do a will, I keep the will, quote, for their convenience. Mm-hmm. And so when my client passes away, the family calls me to say, hey, I know you were his attorney. Do you happen to have his will? Why, yes, I do. And hmm. that's what you need to submit to court. And the family comes in, he's got the will, and it's just a natural progression mm-hmm. that we now go to probate and remember those fees, okay? Mm-hmm. So say say 5% of it is the attorney. And so on a $300,000 case, 5% is $15,000. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's a good retirement plan if, mm-hmm. you know, this file cabinet is full and you can get one of those a month or two of those a month, that's a pretty good retirement plan. Goodness. But it can so easily be avoided, mm-hmm. and that's what aggravates me. This is why I hate wills, because attorneys are supposed to do what is in the client's best interest, not theirs. And so people should be asking, well, how do I avoid probate? Yeah. you ease, there's, there's a very easy way to yeah. avoid probate. It is to make sure nothing is stuck in your name Mm -hmm. at the time of your death. And so if your distribution plan is equally to your children, which 95% of everybody, that's what they want to do, 
you name those children as the beneficiary on every asset that you have. Mm-hmm. And so how do they do that? Yeah, they contact their bank or their mm-hmm. investment firm and they say, who are the payable on death beneficiaries? If it is not who you want it to be divided amongst whenever you die, assuming you still have that asset in your name, then you say, okay, I need you to send me a change form, (laughs) fill it out the way you want it, submit it. It's free, it's easy, and it's simple. There's no court whenever you die. You just let your kids know. Call Morgan Stanley and ask for John and tell him I passed away, send a copy of my death certificates, and they'll cut y'all checks and you'll be done. Done. Easy. easy. Super easy yeah. and quick. So a, a friend of mine, his wife's mother passed away just last week and he sent me a text. I think Saturday morning said, Todd, I'm going through the documents you did for her and I don't see a will. I said, All right, let's Jeez. go back over this again. You're my friend. You're supposed to You're know supposed this. You're supposed to know this. <laughs> and I said, well, when she was in my office and we only did powers of attorney, I told her and your wife to make sure that everything's payable on death. And I said, if she did that, mm-hmm. all you have to do is send a death certificate to those places. They will cut you a check. And he immediately wrote back. He said, that's right. I yep. remember you saying oh, that. Yeah. I've just pulled everything. Yes, the two daughters are the beneficiaries. I said, yeah, send a a death certificate and you should get a check. Yeah. Done. And it was a a sizable estate. Mm -hmm. You know, one of those is like, oh, well, if we have $300,000, we should do a trust. And that's a whole nother story. But yes, my advice to them was name both daughters as the payable on death beneficiaries and send in a death certificate and boom, it's over with. That's right. No No court, no lawyers, no nothing. Just a payout. I didn't make $15,000 though. That stinks. But don't you sleep pretty decently most nights? I do sleep pretty good. And I'm not afraid to meet. I've always thought about running for judge. Yeah, I would love to be the probate judge. Mm-hmm. And when an attorney brings a case to me that they did the last will and testament on, mm-hmm. and they're just in the will says, I want everything split equally between my two kids. I want to look that attorney and say, why did you not advise them to do payable on death mm-hmm. and see what they say? Mm-hmm. Well, it, that's just how we do it. <laughs> no, it's not just how we do it. Yeah. It's not how I did it when I practiced. Yeah. And so, yes, you are going to probate this, but I am not paying you any attorney fees. That would be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? I know. That would be I'd, fun for you. I would be popular. Can you imagine all the stories on podcasts we could tell them? <laughs> <laughs> Death threats. Oh, my goodness. That but would it's, be wild. It's just, you know, yeah. I, I am... I practice by myself. I do this by myself and I have made this stance and I am not popular among the group, but I don't care. No one's proven me wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, that they'll come up with all these wild, what if, you know, mm-hmm. an elephant falls on your client and you sue the, the, I was like, please yeah. really. And so anyway, just seriously, even if you died without a will, Okay, and something did have to go through probate. The the statutory laws in every state says it will be equally divided between your kids, particularly mm-hmm. if you're not married. Mm-hmm. And so if someone comes in to me and says, Okay, Todd, I want everything equally divided between my two daughters, why do I have to draw up a document and charge the client to draw up a document to do 
what the law already says, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't. And you, you don't. don't. That's why your client, who just passed away, mm-hmm. son, did not have didn't a will. find a will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just breathe. Just relax. <laughs> just relax. Are you uh, done with your soapbox? Well, let me just, so you can go to episode 33 for top 10 tips for trust. Yes, yes. So you're probably asking, well, Todd, what about a trust? Uh-huh. You, you've not talked about a trust. That's another soapbox of mine. You can hear all about it in episode 33. <laughs> <laughs> and just as a, a summary, a trust does avoid probate. Uh-huh. Okay, that is good. You don't want to go through probate. Um, but trust costs more on the, the front end mm. because there is more work. And in my office, people get a trust when they need a trust. Right. When they tell me, this distribution plan that you just talked about equally to my kids, that doesn't work for me mm-hmm. because of a number of things. I want an unequal distribution. I'm concerned about my kid getting sued or, mm-hmm. or going through bankruptcy or I can't stand my daughter-in-law mm-hmm. or something, you know, and I don't want her to get any money. Is there any way we can fix that? Right. Sure, we can. We need to do a trust and a trust avoids probate by not owning your assets anymore. The the trust owns them. So therefore, nothing is stuck in your name at the time of your death. My th- thing with trust is if you walk into most estate planning attorney's office and say, I need to do estate planning and I'm thinking about a trust, mm-hmm. you will walk out of there with a trust. Yeah. In my office, about 75% of everyone doesn't get a trust because what we just talked about, the the cheap and free basically distribution plan of payable on death Mm -hmm. works for them. And in my mind, that's what's in their best interest. So we do that and it's done. There you go. Ta-da. That was a lot of information, not too long and drawn out, but I hope that you've been able to understand now why you shouldn't necessarily need a will unless the reasons that Todd listed, minor kids, um, are the main reason, and that doesn't apply to most people who are listening. Got so, like, you need a will, yeah, because you have okay. minor children. Mm-hmm. If you and your husband died, we would have to go to court mm-hmm. and figure out something for your kids. Me, my kids are grown. I should not go through probate. Right. My sole estate planning tool should not be a will, mm-hmm. and it's not. And it's not. So, anyway, well, hey, and and if you haven't heard. We have a book. We do have a book. Conquering the Maze of Long-Term Care for Your Loved One is out. It is There's an ebook link on our website, AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. There's also a link on that same website if you want to purchase a physical copy. We can send that to you. So um, really great information in the book and in today's show. So we hope you enjoyed it. Please share this information with somebody who just started bragging about getting in a will. I'm going to crush you your you wasted no. that money. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. All right. Thank you all very much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. 
Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family. 